I was in the countryside by myself for this work opportunity and it was like all of these things that I hadn't faced suddenly mm -hmm. came to the surface and for no reason at all I started feeling very low. My energy just completely dropped. I don't know how else to describe it other than like it was like my chi had left me. My energy had left like I couldn't even like stand up without using a lot of energy. I felt hopeless mm -hmm. and I'm a person that's all about us being on a soul mission and we're here for yeah. a reason and yeah. suddenly I just felt like hopeless. I was yeah. like, I was like nothing matters. Now let the magic begin. Hello, Njaima. Jemayomis. It's Raquel and welcome to Your Own Magic, a soul expanding and heart opening podcast. This episode is sponsored by Green Chef, which you'll indeed be quite pleased to take advantage of their $125 off offer. And I don't know how long this offer will last, but I highly recommend taking advantage of it soon. Go to greenchef.com slash magic125 for $125 off, including free shipping. More on Green Chef, as usual, in the midst of the episode and in the show notes. I'm in beautiful Colorado right now on my solo escapade, and I'm on a trip where I'm really going through the ringer purposely of course I dedicated this time to face and release shadows and heal the wounds to old memories and triggers that have been weighing on me lately and I needed the space and of course for me personally I know a lot of people the ocean is their mama their therapy that holds them and helps them ground and connect but for me perhaps because I was born in the Rockies my soul chose this place for whatever reason so it's the mountains that ground and heal me and so I'm so happy and thankful to be here right now and I wanted to record a solo while I'm going through the ringer which I will for next week next Monday but this episode came to heart and also in my dreams and I was like you know what I'm going to re-release this episode because I have this feeling that a lot of people may need to hear it or even remember it and it's an episode with one of my dearest friends Victoria Bowman and Victoria is a breathwork facilitator and she's following the call to help humans heal and evolve and she's an old old soul who is so wise and also a spiritual baddie herself and what I remember about this episode is that it was very spontaneous we were having this beautiful conversation and it was very raw and honest. I felt the strong nudge to grab my microphone and record it for the podcast. So we did go seek out my mic to go record this episode for the Yomis. And I'm so thankful that I was able to introduce this very wise soul to you. And we have many new listeners who likely have not heard this yet as well. So this is an episode indeed for the books to pocket for life and so I felt like re-uploading it as I myself am here to really go through all the emotions that I'm going through right now 
which is so good to have this time. And it's okay to dance with the darkness in order to find the light. So I feel like this episode is coming to many of you for whatever reason, or you are revisiting it again for whatever reason. And if you feel inclined to listen, then to follow that nudge. Also on a random note, I do remember us geeking out about how we have the same eye color and that we're both double leos sun and moon and i believe we were born the same year as well and so we were like we indeed we just felt this spiritual soulful family connection and we knew each other for so long before we even recognized this we knew we had the same color eyes but we didn't know all the other parallels in our lives and i'm trying to remember all the others but there are several others and she she does feel like an extension of me in some way if that makes any sense it's just a cute note Anyway, I love Victoria so much. I feel like you will too, and I'm sure she'd love to connect with you. She's active on Instagram, I believe, and her Instagram is Victoria underscore Bowman. That's B-A-U-M-A-N. All right, with all that being said, let's get on with the show, shall we? And now, I believe it is time to let the magic begin again with Victoria Bowman. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I saw your tattoo and I was like, wow, that's beautiful. I resonate. I'm a double Leo. What? I've met so few double Leos in my life. I don't think I've met any. Ta-da, here's the first but in front of you. I've known one for so long, two and a bit years. Well, I just found out I was a double Leo a few months ago. I had my first full like, astrological reading, ah, yes. and I actually got my birth time from my mom, so I yeah. could figure it out. And I was like, I, I spent my whole life thinking I was a Cancer, because I was born right on the cusp, and everyone's like, yeah, you're a Cancer. And then a few months ago, I got a reading, and he's like, no, you're a Leo. Not only are you a Leo, you're a double Leo. And then I'm like, Yes, and now your lightness is shining. (laughs) What is your rising? Oh, I forget. I forget what my rising is. Okay. My rising is a cancer. Mm. And it wouldn't surprise me, actually, if you were also a cancer rising, because you do have such a gentle energy. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Juicy. Juicy. (laughs) Wow. And I can see how people would assume you're a cancer, but you're now, like, tapped into your authentic self which is so leo yeah and it's interesting um one thing that the person that was doing my reading said is we typically define leo as the male leo who's the lion yeah Yeah. not we don't necessarily tap into like the lioness and what the lioness energy is so i really resonate with the lioness i'm not always on stages needing to be the center of attention but like when i want to be out there doing my thing i'm out there doing my thing same and that's i think the type of moon that we were born under i supposedly Mm -hmm. makes it slightly so we don't resonate fully with the majority of leos as far as that part which me i actually have as a child grown up in this world of needing to be in the spotlight Mm -hmm. so that was actually a thing for me but in a different way when i'm tapped into my truth and highest self where it's not so much about feeding that ego and like here's me shine all eyes on me but more of like a collective spotlight mm. it's so it's so different yeah and from service yes and from just showing up as ourselves yes yeah exactly 
Wow. Sister, Sis we keep feeling into ah. the sister lineage between us. That's beautiful. I mean, there's always been something about you since I met you to, I love that two and a bit, two and a bit years ago. You know what? It's gotta have been three because I feel like it was in 2016, Maybe. but I don't know. I don't know the timelines, but time's a total illusion. But we met at Hubud in yeah. Ubud. Yeah, there was something that felt familiar mm -hmm. with you. Mm -hmm. And then even when I just saw you again today and that energy, that smile as like, oh, home. Like literally, yeah. actually, that was the word that came to me. I was like, home. That's so beautiful. <laughs> and it's so beautiful. I feel that with a few people in my life where you meet them and you're just like, you can just be so at ease with them. And it's yeah. just a feeling of home. It's that, that soul family feeling. Yes. Like the girls that I told you about at Sayuri, they met at Sayuri and, you know, they looked exactly alike, yeah. um, but they had that feeling of home it's so beautiful. with each other. So beautiful. Yeah. It's nuts how last time we saw each other in Bali, we were in such specific places in our lives and yes. we, we met, we hung out and then we left and each of us went on these radical journeys yes. and then we're meeting up again today and it's like oh my goodness so much has happened the evolution with everything and in between like when even though you and I it's this is one reason why I have her on here right now um even though you and I parted way it's not that we parted ways it's just we went different journeys there are so many parallels between what was going on emotionally and spiritually like on an energetic level yeah which is I had no idea about and you had no idea about, because you don't listen to my podcast, and I wasn't really on Instagram, and so I didn't know what was going on with you. I know, it's nuts. <laughs> it's nuts. And the and same month. The same month. We were going through the same thing. It was all year, but I remember May and June was, like, really, really hard. Yeah. 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 Same for me. May and June of last year were really, really intense. Yeah. What happened? Well... I had always been like a pretty upbeat, go, 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 can get through anything, can always have a smile on my face kind mm -hmm. of person. And so much had been happening in my life. Um, I was going on tour with my two colleagues of the O2 Awakening. We were doing mm -hmm. breath work all over the world. Everything was going super well. Like our business was expanding so fast and we yeah. were meeting people and it was just such a an exciting go, go, go time. And then... I all of that paused for a moment because I flew to this small town in Canada um, to do some work there for a month and suddenly I was just in stillness I was like in the countryside by myself for this work opportunity and it was like all of these things that I hadn't faced suddenly mm -hmm. came to the surface and for no reason at all I started feeling very low my mm -hmm. energy just completely dropped. I don't know how else to describe it other than like, it was like my chi had left me. Like my energy mm -hmm. had left. Like I couldn't even like stand up without using a lot of energy. I felt hopeless. Mm -hmm. And I'm a person that's all about us being on a soul mission and we're here for yeah. a reason. And yeah. suddenly I just felt like hopeless. I yeah. was like, I was like, nothing matters. Like, why would I even sit at my computer today? Why would I do yeah. that? Nothing matters. And I just felt really isolated from everybody in my life and it was a really really dark time for me yeah and I had never um I never saw that for myself because I never really resonated when people would talk about 
mental health. Yeah. Or when people would talk about having anxiety or when people would talk about depression, I was always like, oh, that's not me. Yeah. I've got my shit together. Sorry, can I swear? Yeah, of okay. course. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I was always like, I've, I've got my shit together. Like, no matter what would come up, I would be able to handle it. So suddenly I was like confronted with being in this state of being that I had no idea why I was there and I had no idea how to navigate it. And it was really humbling because it's like, oh, Victoria, you're human just like everybody else. Yes. I love a natural look with some shimmer. I love that lightly soft contour, but add of course some shimmer and some blush, some highlighter, a whisk of eyeliner on the outer edges, and of course a strong lengthening mascara that does not clump or flake. That's basically the look I usually go for. So whether you like a more natural look or full glam or somewhere in between, you'd love Thrive Cosmetics because you're not only getting quality cosmetics, but you're also contributing to a good cause. And you also might already know of them as they have a pretty viral, vibrant turquoise tube on social media for their mascara. And it is a game changer. It is. I'm so happy that Thrive Cosmetics is not just stunning, but also 100% vegan and cruelty-free. And it's packed with clean, skin-loving ingredients. Their high-performance formula set the bar high with uncompromising standards. So no wonder their bestsellers boast thousands of glowing five-star reviews. And what also makes them even more special is that every purchase with Thrive Cosmetics contributes to making communities thrive. Hence the name. I mean, it's also spelled C-A-U-S-E medics. Thrive Cosmetics. So it's not just about beauty. I mean, they're truly about giving back. So with your support, they donate products and funds to support communities in need through responsive giving. That's why they've been my beauty obsession since 2020. I've been using their Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara since 2020. I mean, this is a magical mascara that lasts all day without a hint of clumping or smudging or flaking. And removal is a breeze as all I need is warm water and a washcloth. Pretty simple. And also here's the best part. The nourishing ingredients in this flake-free tubing formula not only gives you the length and definition that you crave, but also it supports longer, stronger, and healthier looking lashes over time. It's a love story for your lashes. So Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 20% off your first order. And because you had been clearly awakening that's honestly when so much of the darkness comes in. And so I have so much compassion for that time in my life that I've been talking about. And I so honor yours. I mean, that's one reason why we felt connected at that time because you and I were both so excited. We were curious. Yeah. We were like, babies, what is all this? Remember we did that breathwork session. I, I, you, had an, you weren't even a breathwork teacher yet. You didn't even know that was going to be part of your path. And... You guided me through a Wim Hof that you just learned (laughs) and it was amazing. But you and I were both just dipping our toes in all these different modalities because we were soul curious. And then the universe, our guides were like, all right, so you're taking this out into the world. Well, it's time to really experience it. So yeah, we had the study in our pocket. I had the knowledge. 
But, and I thought I had the experience because I did have some hard times in life, yeah. but I didn't really have that experience with the awareness behind the experience. So I needed the darkness with the awareness of what's going on spiritually to truly be able to bask in it and understand it and be able to be who I am today for my soul's expansion and yours too. Oh, so beautifully put. And I, I resonate so much with what you said around us being on this path of awakening, or you know just like conscious awareness where we're like who am I why am I here we're both on that path and for me that made it even more difficult mm -hmm. when I initially fell into that dark place because I was like wait a second I've been meditating every bit every day yeah. I have the tools like yeah. why is this happening but now out the other side I realize that most of us as humans have that pain living inside of us from our childhoods where we were imperfectly loved, where we were made yeah. to believe that we're not good enough. And we've just internalized it so deeply. Mm -hmm. And our subconscious mind became so good at protecting us from that because mm -hmm. we weren't ready to face it. Mm -hmm. And then when you come onto this awakening path and you start to do that deep self-inquiry, then your subconscious mind is like, ooh, they're ready. Yeah. And then it starts to bring all of the stuff to the surface that just wants to be loved and healed. So yes. looking back at it, I'm like, I understand why it was happening then it oh, knew I was ready to love those really dark yes. parts of me see this look at that <laughs> legit chills yeah legit, chills legit like mountain bumps wow. volcanoes my hair is the explosion it's that moment when you realize and you kind of step out as the observer for a second my human self happens to be going through this experience I'm in this dark time or this person who I happen to embody is going through this dark time because they need this contrast yeah. in order to really understand the beauty of life. Because mm -hmm. how do you, how else would you know? Mm -hmm. How else would, could you really see how wonderful life is? And that is something I always knew. And I would even say, oh yeah, you've got to experience the dark to really embody the light and, you know, quote Gandhi and Buddha and listen to Elizabeth Gilbert talk about it and everybody else. Yet I realized, and I thought I understood it, but only to such a depth. I could only get so far, it was like I understood the surface of it, but actually being able to really experience it, which was supposed to happen, that is what really helped me embody it fully so I can just love me. Oh, yes. And I love how you said that about the contrast, yeah. because the dark has a beauty to it in itself, doesn't it? I mean, when we're in it, we're not freaking saying that. We're not like, mm -hmm. oh, this darkness is so beautiful. <laughs> it's like, it's so awful. But yeah. I, I don't know if you can relate, but I was taught to suppress all negative emotions. Yeah. I was taught to always just try and be like happy. You know anger. Yeah, yeah, you, you know who I was. Probably like a lot of people listening. Yeah. So whenever there was any darkness, I just suppressed it. And so to mm -hmm. be at this point where I was just like fully in darkness, I was like, okay, I'm just gonna feel this. And I, I remember I would wake up and I would repeat to myself like for so long, this is pain this is pain, this is pain. And rather than trying to make it something bad, like, oh no, I need to get rid of this pain. I would just be like, this is the human experience of pain. Mm -hmm. You befriended it in some yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I had my parents here to hype up our family's love for Green Chef, a valued partner of Your Own Magic, who is sponsoring this episode and gifting the Your Own Magic listeners $125 off your order, including free shipping. And if you're unaware of Green Chef, well, 
This meal delivery service is known as America's number one meal kit for eating well. And I'm here for the fact that Green Chef is one of the most sustainable meal kits offsetting 100% of their plastic use and 100% of their carbon footprint and emissions. And Green Chef is the first USDA certified organic meal kit. We love that. So you can enjoy hand-picked organic veggies and premium proteins without having to worry about where they come from. They've got you. They deliver right to your door. The ingredients come fresh and pre-portioned, and you'll actually be reducing food waste by at least 25%. And I also love that they provide a helpful recipe template with pictures that make the process a lot easier. And they pack everything up with labels, so it makes everything a lot easier but also at the same time you still feel like you are creating this meal and it honestly has inspired me to get back into cooking I stopped cooking for a while but now I feel like I'm getting back into creating more creative meals thanks to Green Chef coming into my life it reignited this love for cooking and my favorite recipe I've tried many, but I would have to say are the black bean flautas in the plant-powered menu. Again, I wish that my parents were here to hype it up because they love the Green Chef meals that I had made for them. They have many different dietary options such as, well, vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, pescatarian, keto, paleo, or if you just want to eat more balanced meals, they of course have that as well. I know you will love Green Chef, plus you may love the fact that they are offering $125 off including free shipping. So go to greenchef.com magic125 and use code magic125 to get $125 off including free shipping. That's greenchef.com magic125 and use code MAGIC125 to get $125 off, including free shipping. So bon appetit and on with the show. So Victoria and I, we ended up moving spots right after she said what she said because um, people came in to sweep the yoga shala and you know what, Mama Bali Flow. So we found another beautiful spot. By the way, where we happen to be, so this is the place that I'm staying and Victoria's hosting a retreat here in October. Like, yeah. are you kidding me? There are so many hotels in Bali. And so here we are. I'm considering also maybe having my retreat here, but this place also does feel like home. Like, I feel like I could always stay here every time I'm here. It's such a beautiful it's energy. And I've gotten like close with some of the people, the staff, and oh. it's in the jungle. I mean, hello. <laughs> How beautiful can you get? <sighs> this reminded me because I usually begin my podcasts with a prayer. I have always done it on my own or when Ali did this with me, that's how we started every podcast was just between the two of us together. And then when I continued on on my own, I just did it on my own before I invited the guest on. And then I decided, you know what, what if I start doing it with the guests? And I do read the energy of the guests because I feel like I don't want to off-put some guests that might not resonate so much with the idea of praying to have a divine guidance and that's so okay most guests do though that come on this show <laughs> but Victoria would you grab my hand I would love to amazing 
dear divine guidance, angels, thank you so much for connecting Victoria and I at this time and for planting us in each other's presence years ago and connecting us for a reason that was beyond anything that we could fathom at that time as you have given us many signs that it's because we're on paralleled journeys in many ways and may this time we deliver a message a universal truth from our life experience or whatever message you intend for us to deliver for the expansion of everyone listening and even each other and also may this continue without any sort of interruption or tech issues so this does get into the ears so well and smoothly for everyone listening aho <laughs> that's what reminded me about the prayer because i usually pray for no interruptions <laughs> we want to be invited in <laughs> they're like hey hey yeah, tapping hey. you on the shoulder yeah, time to invite we us in yep Beautiful. yep because I do think that they respect, they're only gonna really come in and through if we ask. Exactly, I believe the exact same thing. And yeah. I find I can get into victim mode sometimes. I'm like, why wasn't my, why were my angels there for me? And it's like, first off, sometimes you just need to experience something. Yeah. Secondly, I rarely asked them for guidance, so they're exactly. not just there to like protect us. So yeah, and you can pray every morning as well to yeah. protect you. And I definitely do in the evening because yeah. that's when I really start to feel things around. <laughs> and then and then I pray for their protection. I feel so good, yeah. but also I see my own light and I feel so good. Yeah, I realize like there are moments where I'm easily like angels. Why is this happening? Yeah, total victim but mode. Total yeah, victim yeah, yeah, mode. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. all fall into yeah. that. And we all fall into the humanisms. That's why you and I are talking about this darkness because some people might be in that state right now. If you are in a dark place wearing a gray lens for whatever reason, and yet at the same time you feel like you're doing all the things, you're meditating, you're doing breath work, you're going to yoga class, you're reading, you're listening to expansive conscious podcasts, and you're doing all the things, yet at the same time for whatever reason, and you have no idea why, but you just happen to be in a dark place. Mm -hmm. Guess what? It's actually really beautiful. Mm -hmm. And how did you befriend your dark place? I felt it. Mm -hmm. At first yeah. I resisted it, but then I just went fully into it. And it may sound kind of weird, but for about mm -hmm. a month straight, I would go to a graveyard every evening and I would just cry. Here and in Abud? No, it oh, was yeah. in Canada. It was in the small town I was in. Oh, okay. And I just stopped doing all of my practices. You know how it's like, oh, when you're in a yes. tough place, you should journal every day. And I would yes. like, I'd pick up my pen to go to my journal. But uh -uh. anything that would come out was so dark that uh -huh. I couldn't even bear to like look at the words on the page. So I was yes. like, F journaling. I'm not journaling right now. And the only place I found solace was just, and I wasn't, I had, hadn't learned how to cry. I was not a crier because I suppressed everything. So I would just go to the graveyard and I would walk around and I would just bawl my eyes out and lay in the grass and just letting myself fully feel it. And as I was saying before, just being like, this is what pain feels like. This is what deep existential loneliness feels like. This is what purposelessness feels like. And just fully letting myself go into it was really helpful. There were a few other things that were helpful too. One was... Um, letting myself receive support and not mm -hmm. just trying to do it on my own because that was one of my particular patterns that I was 
mm-hmm. healing at the time was like you don't have to be strong you don't have to be perfect you can mm-hmm. be a mess and you're still mm-hmm. lovable victoria i i hadn't learned that yet i thought that if i was a mess that everybody around me would be like oh my goodness victoria is way too much like i need to get out of here so there was a person in my life at that time that i'm so grateful for that just showed up and every day i was like I'm so sorry that you have to deal with me this way. And she was like, what are you talking about? You're you. And mm-hmm. like, I love you and I'll be here even if you're a quote unquote mess. So that was very healing for me. It's interesting how there, sometimes it's just one person, one person that sees you. And if you have a friend that happens to be going through that, that you really, really love and being just like that one person. Now I'm more conscious about that yeah. too. Um, especially because a lot of people aren't aware that people are going through this for their spiritual awakening in a sense. Yeah. You know, this is part of their purpose, but they do, it does help to just kind of have that inkling of somebody that can see you. Totally. And one thing that I found really difficult at that time was this narrative that we have around being in a dark place, whatever you call it, if you call yeah. it depression or anxiety, whatever the labels are that we use, yeah. the narrative around it is that we need, that the person's like broken and that we need to be worried. So mm-hmm. if I, I shared with a few of my friends where I was at and the, the response that I got back was, oh my goodness, I'm worried about you. Are you okay? I'm really worried about you. And that energy just... Yeah. pushed me even further away yeah. from them because I'm like why are they worried about me is something like terribly wrong yeah rather than the energy of hey it's okay you're human mm-hmm. you're allowed to be however you are and I've got you and I see you and it's okay yeah. to go through this that actually is one of the reasons why I was off of Instagram for so long mm-hmm. because I was resisting and I would ask myself each week do I feel like posting anything no no until I just didn't feel like posting and even opening, but sometimes when I would like take a peek, a lot of my DMs were just from people that knew me. What bothered me, instead of like texting me to see if I'm okay, they wondered where I was and if I'm okay because I haven't been posting on Instagram. And that kind of irked me Mm. and I didn't even respond. Mm -hmm. And so I ended up just deleting the app as that is one of the reasons. But of course I just was going through something Mm -hmm. so I needed to get it off my phone. Yeah, and so I just thought that was interesting that they would reach out there but at least you know they were reaching out but it wasn't that worried energy and i didn't really want that at that time yep i want to amplify what we're already feeling inside we're like we're confused there's some chaos going on inside yeah and to have that reflected on the outside can be a little bit i know grounding not a favorite thing like the rug was ripped from under yeah 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 what helped you befriend your darkness what helped you through that time the last word you just said, there's one, there's time, because mm. you really can't, there's no shortcut to it, yeah. and there's no fast pass. It's going to happen how it happens, mm-hmm. yet when I started to realize, like, okay, I'm going through this dark time for a reason, I did trust that it would, the light in it would come in divine timing. And when I did actually start to see it, I saw pockets of light more. Mm -hmm. And I also started to see that I was still so guided because magically, I would be able to show up in my highest state. Mm -hmm. 
for the podcasts or for the guests or my interactions with the Yomis. But at the same time, I also was able to bask in the darkness and tap into a lot of creative energy when I had the energy. Because mm-hmm. there are a lot of times where I was just so numb and I didn't want to do anything. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, I really didn't want to go out and socialize. I was living in London. I was traveling or yeah, I was living in London for a long time. And that city was actually very supportive for me because of how gray it was. It was mm-hmm. reflecting my mood. Mm-hmm. And I'm so thankful for that time there, which I was telling you about. So just knowing that it was gonna happen in divine timing. That's so powerful. And that's the reason when you asked me what helped me befriend my darkness, I paused for so long yeah. because there isn't one thing. No. It wasn't like, all right, team, mm-hmm. I've got the solution. So if you're listening right now and you're in a dark time, you are in luck. Take my course. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's just not how it works. Uh-uh. And for both of us, Mm-mm. the biggest thing that helped was just being with it. Yeah. And it sounds like for you as well, a certain amount of surrender, like yes. surrendering control and yeah. not being like, okay, great. It's week two of feeling this way. So I'm going to move it this week. I'm going to shift it. But just being like, okay, this is how I'm feeling right now. I surrender what wants to show itself to me from this. What wants to happen next? I'm here. Yeah, exactly. And I did surrender to it when I was in a place where I was felt like I was allowed to. Yeah. Because I didn't also have to turn myself on for other people because I was... I know that I was like alone there. I left the people that I was around. It can happen sometimes when people haven't, and it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. Neither of us are placing blame, but it's like if somebody hasn't confronted their own darkness, then seeing it in somebody else can make us uncomfortable. And then we're like, what's wrong? Why aren't they happy? Yeah. And so it doesn't just let us be as we are. We are. Well, the thing is, I felt like I had to continue to be a sunbeam and turn on. And my soul was feeling resistant to that because I needed to let shit out and like really like be with that. But I think that's why it was also so prolonged because I was hiding, I was masking it for so long, but I convinced myself that I was fine and I was sunny because I'm meditating all the time I'm doing all the yoga I have the most amazing friends in life I genuinely thought like I was fine I just had things going on within (laughs) but I thought it was fine and had a handle on it but it it really wanted to let out and so I needed to be on my own to let it out and not and not put anybody through that yeah (laughs) and I love what you said there around like you were trying to, you thought you had it under control. You're like, I'm meditating, I'm doing yeah. all this. And I find that's one of the difficult things about this idea of like mindset shifts of like, you just yeah. need to meditate on it. You just need to shift it. You just need to journal on it. Well, of course, those are beautiful tools. Yeah. And sometimes it is just a little mindset shift. Yeah. Sometimes the mindset shift or us thinking that it's just a mindset shift is masking the deeper work that actually wants yes. to happen. And that was a big part of my challenge was like, I would wake up in the morning and you know that like Tony Robbins energy where it's like, nothing yes. can bring down your energy today. Yes. Just shift Which it. I thought I always had to be in. Yeah, exactly. Which is the, it's the yang. Yeah. It's the really intense yang, which is beautiful if that's flowing naturally through us. But yeah. to feel like we need to force ourselves into that brings us out of honoring what actually is inside of us. And so it was yeah. when I finally relinquished those mindset shifts and was like, you know what? I'm just going to have a terrible week <laughs> and yeah. I'm just going to feel like crap was when I started being able to go into the depth. 
And you surrendered and, and listened. Surrendered. And the shadows, they were yeah. able to come up, but release. And it sucks. Yeah. But guess what? We decided to live this human experience yeah. for whatever reason. Yeah. And honestly, the only way for our soul to expand is to have these moments. And guess what? In all honesty, we're probably going to have another moment of darkness. Yeah. We're definitely going to have another moment in darkness in life. Even though you do breath work daily. Yeah. Even though I meditate. And I don't say I meditate daily all the time anymore. But I definitely do something conscious and align yeah. for myself. And I'm in flow. And guess what? Sometimes I do wake up with that gray lens. But I know what to do to kind of bring more light into it. Yeah. Um, and, I'm, and that is actually such a conscious shift. Do it's you different though. Do you feel like if you went through a darker period again, mm -hmm. that it would be different oh, somehow yeah. because you've oh, been yeah. through it once? What, oh, yeah. what might be different? Good question. Let me tap into my sidekick. Just kidding. No. You know what? I think I'm going to be, instead of having to resist it, yeah. I'll just embrace it yeah. and befriend it and be like, I am going through this dark period. And you know what? Even being here... I haven't had like a dark period where I feel depressed, you know, but I have a couple of times woken up with a little more of a gray lens or I'm feeling off. And I had plans with some people. No, it wasn't plans. I had a in-flow situation and met up with some people. Um, and I was in that place, but I allowed myself and I told them, I'm like, look, right now I'm feeling a little meh. So I'm just going to be like, meh. Mm -hmm. And because they're conscious enough, they're like, I mean, we are in a booth. They're like, okay, cool. Yes, I love And they that. were totally cool with me. But I still got to just, you know, be around them. But I was just being me. And Accepting it meh. changes everything, doesn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. And it's interesting the labels we get. It Like, even calling it meh. I know. It's so interesting. I'm just, I'm still thinking about all of this. And, like, the narratives that society has given these moods already dictates how we feel about it. Because you said something before about tapping into your creativity. Yeah. So it's like, what if these meh times are just times when we're meant to feel a little bit more reflective and inward facing yes. and what if that's like where our beautiful creativity lies and it's not meh at all uh -uh. it's it's interesting just to see how we've been programmed and I like know. i still am programmed yeah. in certain ways <gasps> same because just because i'm in a quote-unquote darker which is what we're just labeling it mood but that dark mood maybe that's light but if you were in a higher dimension and they're seeing that darker is like a beauty moment for them to come through and allow us to yes. tap into our divine creative expression which for me can never be time blocked or scheduled i have yes. to actually be in some sort of it doesn't have to be a dark mood or a light mood it just has to be in that mood to create whatever it is but yeah that meh is also not defined it's just a vibrational state that is not bad or good. Mm -hmm. It just is. Yeah. And there's no word that you can label it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and when we accept wow. things, then we can just move through life without like, yeah. this is so good. Oh, that's so bad. It's just, yeah. and you do that so beautifully, Raquel. And it's been really mm. cool to meet up with you now because I can see you in that flow where you're like, now this is happening. Now this is happening. <laughs> and it just allows for life to unfold as this beautiful yeah. mystery in front of us. Yes. And that's one thing that I actually, because we live in this world full of people that thrive, it genuinely excites them and lights them up. So that's beautiful. Like they feel so aligned with that. For example, like Gary Vee is one person I always bring up as an example of this. But there are so many others who 
embody this person that has like this daily schedule and they work really hard or whatever and they're you know super excited about knowing what's going on to happen on their day that lights them up and that's awesome like they're supposed to have that experience for whatever reason but i used to feel like i had to be that yeah. when my actual design of a human which thank you human design and thank you astrology for just giving me that confirmation of this inner knowing that i already knew that i'm just not that type of person mm -hmm. i'm just not you know how much i struggled when we were at hubud co-working <laughs> space like i couldn't focus because yeah. and i would try to time block my days but it just wasn't for me. It yes. would just come when it came. Yeah. You know, and some people are good at mixing it up. Literally, I'm like on one end of the spectrum. Gary Vee's on the other end of the yeah. spectrum. And some people are really good in the in-between. Yeah. And so I finally honor that, which Beautiful. is like a part of me honoring myself. We don't need any of these tools. We don't need human design and astrology. And we don't need them, but they really, really help. Yeah, and it's the difference is not giving our power away to it, isn't it? Because if you choose to use a tool from your sovereignty and you're like, I'm good, and right now I want to bring this tool or this routine or this ritual into my life because I feel like it would support me. Yes. That's different than being like, I have to do this or in else order I'm not to, yeah. to thrive. Unless otherwise I'm not spiritual enough. Yeah. I need to <laughs> oh, goodness, grab yeah. my Palo Santo, otherwise. <laughs> Otherwise, the podcast is just not going to be a good podcast. And you know what? Sometimes I used to, every single podcast, have to grab my crystals, have to light the sage, all the crystals around, which I still like to do. But now I have a different intention behind it. Instead of, this podcast won't go well without these. It's more so, thank you for your support right here. And it's just nice to have your presence here. But look, you and I don't have anything around us. And this is a magical podcast. Yeah. It's so beautiful to <laughs> two humans that are just comfortable in ourselves mm -hmm. and know that we're enough and then you can mm -hmm. just move through life with that full cup. And obviously, yeah. as you said before, it's not like we're perfect no. or that we're never going to experience that again, but it's, it's a really beautiful feeling. And out the other side of those dark days, I feel more sure of myself than I ever have before. And it's coming from a deeper place where it's like, no matter what, I'm I'm okay. Yes. Because even at the bottom of my barrel, quote unquote, I'm still me. Yeah. I'm still me and I don't need the crystals and I don't need to clear the room by burning anything. I don't need yeah. to do any of that. Like I've I've got me, we're okay. And everything else on top of that is just bonus. I love you so much. I love you too. <laughs> this is why I love Victoria guys. But you know what's amazing? Both of us we definitely had these super expansive, soul-curious conversations back in the day, but they are so different between then and now. And I would like to thank the darkness for that. That's so beautiful. Very few people thank the darkness. Mm -hmm. That's very beautiful. I will echo that. Mm. I double thank the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> and if anybody's listening right now that's in the darkness, then we're shouting out your darkness yeah. right now. Your darkness is fucking awesome. <laughs> we're flushing your darkness down. Victoria, I love you so much. And I'm so thankful that you were able to share all this about your darkness and your period, but also it resonates so much with me. And I'm sure many of the people listening just so they know that they're not alone like they're so not alone in this even if they want to isolate themselves or they feel nobody around them gets it perhaps nobody around them gets 
what you're awakening to Mm -hmm. and the grander reason behind this, which again, what you're going through is not positive or negative. It just is. Mm -hmm. I would like to say it's actually positive and not negative. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. It's like rising above the good and bad to everything is okay. I know exactly what you mean. It's not that it's positive and mm-hmm. like a smiley, yeah. everything Rainbow. must be rainbows positive, yeah. but it's a positive from that bigger picture positive yeah. where it's like, it's all beautiful. It's all happening for us. For this expansion. I mean, yeah. as beautiful and as much as we do need some people that are rarities, that are enlightened beings, and I used to think I needed to reach for this state of enlightenment or something, and I don't even know why I felt like chasing <laughs> it. But now I'm honestly just basking in my humanisms. And if you met me in person, you know I'm so human. And then honestly, all the conscious people that I hang out with, They are so human, you know? We have our quirks and we have our silly things that we're interested in and that light us up that, you know, maybe people that have the spiritual ego that they're attached to might want to roll their eyes at. Mm -hmm. But no, whatever you're interested in, whatever lights you up, especially when you're in that dark state, that's definitely something to truly enjoy no matter what it is. Even if it's watching Disney movies. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Not speaking from experience or anything. <laughs> Binge watching Disney movies. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to the Little Mermaid. Shout out oh. to the, the Lion King. Yes. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for creating this platform because mm-hmm. I know when I was in that dark place, one of the most painful parts of being in that place was feeling alone. Mm-hmm. and not alone like physically alone like I could be in a room full of my friends but if my friends weren't understanding where I was at it I just felt so alone mm-hmm. in that part of my human experience so to be able to listen to podcasts like this mm-hmm. or read posts where people are talking about you know these people that we look up to mm-hmm. where they're talking about the human side of their experience where mm-hmm. everything is okay that's one thing that just really made me feel like, oh, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, I don't have to be perfect. Mm-hmm. I can just, I'm, I'm still awesome as Victoria that's experiencing all of this. So I love you, Raquel, and mm. thank you so much for creating a platform where people can tune into conversations like this. Mm, thank you. I love you. <laughs> Wait, I have to ask you one last question mm-hmm. that I ask all the Euromagic guests. Mm-hmm. Because Victoria's going to come back on when I'm back here later this year. So (laughs) you'll hear from her again so I can ask her all my fun random fire questions. But the last question. Mm -hmm. Screw that. I want to ask you random fire questions. Okay, cool. (laughs) I really want to know this stuff. Okay, cool. I'm ready. So, hell yeah. Are you an early bird or a night owl? Early bird, 100%. I know, I love you are. the early morning before the rest of the world is woken up, and I feel so spacious. You're like an early, early bird. Early bird. Not like, just like an early bird. You're like an early bird. I love it. That's where I can like connect to my guides the most, where I get my best ideas, and Same. I just I feel amazing in the mornings. It's so different. I actually have had a few mornings here where I wake up right before 7, like slightly right before, and the sun's already up, and it feels 
not the same because I need it. I, I, I have this deep connection in the early, early mornings. I know what you mean. It's like, why is the day almost halfway over? I know. <laughs> I like want to wake up when it is still. Yeah. Amazing that you can just let yourself be in flow though. Yes. Because I respect that so much. I used to be so rigid where I'm like, same. I have to wake up at 5 a.m. every morning or something's same. wrong. So same. I prefer early mornings, but when I'm traveling or just... Yeah around people that are waking up later it's also beautiful to just be able to do whatever we got to do oh i am so honoring the flow because also i've been able to honor the time at 5 a.m or at 4 40 when i wake up or something i've been able to really really when i do wake up at that time like really really enjoying it two days ago when i woke up at that time i just randomly was in the mood to dance mm -hmm. and i was really excited to be awake at that hour because i kept waking up when the sun was already up yes. you know so i was really enjoying that moment like that hour whereas when i made sure to do it every day so i even set my alarm even if I, that meant i only got six hours of sleep and my body still wanted to sleep but i really just thought i needed to be up at that hour so i can hear what my guides are saying and so i can write it and so i can do all the things <laughs> i can feel yes. the rigidity as you're describing this <laughs> so rigid and now flow mm -hmm. is all it is for me and i'm my body's gonna wake up when she wants to wake yeah. up yeah but she's still an early bird yeah. naturally and she'll know when she wants to get up at five to listen to her guides yeah exactly <laughs> my guides will tap me yeah. they've been tapping me a lot right at 2 a.m and i'm like right now okay <laughs> sometimes it's easier to communicate in the middle of the night yeah yeah i i get that too sometimes it's it's cool waking up in the middle i yeah i understand night owls for that reason because mm. the nighttime is where all kinds of beautiful mysteries oh, yeah. can drop in so i respect night owls yeah it's just not my natural state <laughs> i know not my natural state i honestly sometimes i'm curious to like try it just to try it because i know i mean if i can adjust to Bali's time if I can adjust to traveling I can we can all adjust to anything maybe I don't know maybe but I feel like I also know I wouldn't be in my natural state like you just said natural state I feel so aligned in the morning but it would be interesting because there are people that get their creativity hits them around the 1 a.m hour mm -hmm. and I mean some of the greatest minds and creators have created their most fascinating creations at 2 a.m who knows, maybe you have a night owl period coming up in your life. Maybe, this was like a seed. <laughs> this is a seed. Yes. And okay, we know your zodiac sign now. Mm -hmm. Ooh, spirit animal. I, I don't think I have one spirit animal. Um, different animals come to me at different times in my life. Oh. Yeah, like recently I've been connecting with dolphins a lot. Like I, I was in that. LA last week and we went swimming and there were dolphins everywhere. <sighs> and then I went to get a new hoodie at the used clothing store that day and there was like a dolphin hoodie. Yeah. And then I went to the bookstore to get a book and there was like a dolphin book. And yeah, so right now the dolphins, which are very wise creatures, by the yes. way, they've been speaking to me. But at different points in my life, it's been different animals. Wow. I also, for whatever reason, I don't know if you resonate with this at all. I don't know why koala came mm. to. I don't know why. I've never felt that and before. Maybe it's coming up. Maybe suddenly the koalas will be speaking to me. And I have no idea what their significance is or what their but spirit animal through. meeting. Yeah, I just saw it. I was like, oh, koala. Okay. Interesting. I'll be talking to the koalas. So <laughs> I'll let you know what the koalas have to say. I love it. Um, and do you know any of your past lives? I do know where they were. No, I do know a few of my past lives. Um, the most significant one for me that's guided me in this life has been one where 
I was very, very materially successful, but I got to that place um, by hiding a secret about myself and by doing things not in the most ethical way. And it burdened me that entire life. And I couldn't tell any of my closest friends or family about it. So I was kind of living this, what on the outside was an awesome life, but felt really terrible about it. And in this life, I feel such a strong resonance with my like my ethics and my values and I will only ever do something if it aligns with my values and I'm redefining success for myself in this lifetime rather than it being these milestones that I need to hit it's living my life in accordance with my values and then it's really cool because I've watched my own success come from that and I've hit all of the quote-unquote typical societal milestones but doing them in a way that feels really awesome for me whoa and aligned with you it's interesting as you were talking about that I was having like I was feeling the presence of that person that you were was Mm. female it was it was was a male in that specific lifetime I was talking about but that was a pattern for me so I had oh okay because I felt a female yeah oh interesting okay wow yeah I had another past life where I was um a very successful like prostitute basically Mm -hmm. but like a high class prostitute and it was the Mm -hmm. same thing where I had all the success I had the jewels I had the I was around I was like in the beautiful house and everything but I didn't feel aligned with my values so maybe that's who you were tuning into whoa maybe oh (laughs) isn't that beautiful that all of these memories live within us yeah and the things that are unresolved can keep tapping us on the shoulder I know to serve us and we'll have to we'll experience it in some way in this life perhaps Mm -hmm. just to you know expand a bit Mm -hmm. expand a bit so now you are married not yet i'm sorry now (laughs) you are engaged to be married which is nuts okay first of all how do you feel about this it feels so good. I never thought I would get married in this conventional way. I thought it was kind of silly and I just had never met anybody that I would want to do that with. And now being with Cam, it just feels, we're just, we're partners. We're partners in this life. We've got each other's backs. We're here to amplify each other and support each other and take our missions to the next level together. So we're already committed in that way, no question. And getting married just feels kind of like a 3D party where we get to bring all of our like friends and family together and be like, hey, we're celebrating love. So I'm excited about it. I so honor that and I love that and I think it's so beautiful. Also, you know, to experience this part of the human experience of really wanting to actually commit to another person with ceremony and having other people honor it too. That's how I see marriage now, because I used to think like, oh, that's so silly, but it's not about the paper, it's not about the taxes, it's not about, you know, it doesn't mean you can't consciously uncouple at one point, which yeah. that's not no, the No, but thing, I'm with but, you, it's yeah. like, we've both agreed, we're like, if that ever wanted to happen, we would do that. Yeah. But right now you're celebrating each other, and how much you love each other, and being soulmates, and I think that's so beautiful, and so I so honor it, and I'm so excited for you. Thank you. And how would you define love? Mm, I've never been asked that question before, so I'm really feeling into it. Oh, take your time. I have people pause all the time <laughs> between questions. Love is 
It's a frequency, and I can feel it, but it's almost hard to use the English language or any human language to define it. So I'll just do my best with what's coming through for me. It's a frequency of all oneness, and in that all oneness, it's it's all okay. It's all enough. It's all more than enough. And when we look at that at an individual level, it's like I'm I'm loved. I'm loved because I'm I'm more than enough. I just I am. And it's like what we were talking about before, around there's no there's no more good and bad. There's just this beautiful energy that is always. And when we tap into that, fear dissolves, insecurities dissolve, worrying about our futures and our careers, all of that dissolves because everything just is and it's beautiful. And for me, that's the frequency of, of love. And it sounds really cheesy, no. <laughs> but, but it's a feeling. It's a feeling. What I have noticed is that when people are answering from their soul, and you do it the same way I do, which I thought was so beautiful, because you have to go within and just put the Victoria aside, just take a back seat for a bit and allow the soul to answer, because this is such a profound question, though it's such a simple question. But the simplicity of the wisdom behind it is honestly the purest and most true. Mm. And so that was so beautiful and so from the soul and comes from such a old soul cosmic place <laughs> mm, thank you yeah. and I feel like even if some people listen to those words and either don't understand them or find them cheesy it's it's the energy behind it isn't mm -hmm. it we can we can feel the energy behind mm -hmm. each other speaking so mm -hmm. hopefully the transmission went through I'm sure it did <laughs> I mean it hit me it hit me um, thank you for asking that question yeah. that's an epic question Another epic question. So the universe mm -hmm. gave you free billboards, so at absolutely no cost whatsoever, across the main highways and major cities all around the world, and you can deliver one message on all of these billboards. What would the billboards read? So if this was actually happening, I would take a long time to make sure that the message that I put up there was right, because that's <laughs> an amazing opportunity. Yeah, right. But what I'm just going to share what's coming up right now in the moment is... Um, do your inner work because at first stuff was coming up around like love each other or accept each yeah. other but I feel like those words are so overused that we don't actually know what they mean yes, anymore and we don't always yeah they've lost some of their depth and we don't always take them to heart but what I found at the depth of all of that is what we were talking about today which is like if we do our inner work then the love will come yeah. and the harmony between humans in the world will come and the yeah. success in our careers will come yeah. everything comes when we do our inner work so yeah. that's what i would put up there oh. oh and then the last question that i ask all of the euro magic guests how would you advise your own magic listeners to create their own magic i would invite you to spend time being with yourself we live in such a noisy world these days. If you live in a city, then it's actually physically noisy. But then we have social media, we have the news, we hang out with so many people, there's FOMO. And in all of that noise, it's very easy for us to lose touch with what we're feeling 
moment to moment and what our inner guidance wants us to know. And I don't even mean at like a really spiritual level always, but just like, how are you feeling right now? What do you want to do right now? Who do you want to hang out with right now? What do you want to say? How do you want to spend your time right now? Those very basic things, sometimes we just lose touch with that. And the most helpful thing that I find is to make sure that I'm spending a lot of time with myself. And that's why I wake up early every morning. Before I even like hang out with my partner, I go mm. into my little meditation nook and I just, so I, sometimes I don't even quote unquote meditate. Mm -hmm. I literally just sit with myself and I feel mm. what's going on. So that's, that's the invitation I will leave you with is to spend more time doing that. You do truly honor yourself. I see it, I feel it, and I honor you so much. And I honor your journey and how you've evolved and you've reflected in me how much I've evolved, which sometimes we can lose sight of, even if we have this inner knowing of it. And I'm so thankful for you. I love you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, beautiful soul. I appreciate you so much. I love you so much. And thank mm. you for letting me chat with your people. Where can everyone find you? I hang out a lot on Instagram. That's mm -hmm. my favorite platform yes. to chat with people on. Uh, Victoria underscore Bowman. And then the B-A-U-M-A-N, <laughs> which I'll put in the show notes. Um, and then I'm a breathwork facilitator, which I mentioned really transformational. Mm -hmm. Like this is next level breathwork. And if you've never experienced breathwork like this, I can't wait for you to try it. So come find us online, theotoawakening.com. No wonder your eyes are so clear. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. And I'm going to put all her info in the show notes so everyone can connect with her. She's one of my, she, she really is my favorite person that I know that lives here. Mm. Yeah. I love you. Yomis, that is a wrap. That is a wrap for this episode. I hope that something spoke deeply to you, expanded you in some way. Please let me know if so. You can catch me on Instagram at Raquel Mantra. I spell Raquel a different way than most, so you can see the spelling in the show notes. Or hang out with Yomis, the like-minded, very conscious and expansive and helpful souls on the Euro Magic Facebook group especially a place to turn to when it comes to, well, whatever you're going through. And there are several tools on the euromagic.life membership site. All right, well, thank you so, so much and have a magical rest of your day.